But they come to me because I've developed the most specific, effective exercises that exist for opening up the voice to all of its possibilities. They know that in one lesson, I can give them access to parts of their voices they have never been able to reach and that they might not have known even existed. Let me give you a few examples of just how powerful this technique is. John Mayer called me, stressed, because he had run into a problem as he was recording the song Say, which was to be the theme song for a Jack Nicholson movie called The Bucket List. The verses fell into a great vocal spot for him, but the choruses sat in a less-than-comfortable part of his range, and he couldn't get a good take on the song. I flew to New York the next day and headed to the studio where I asked John to sing what he had. I realized as I listened and watched that his Adam's apple was going up when he tried to sing the chorus, making it impossible for him to hit his high notes. I gave him exercises that would lower his Adam's apple, the same ones I'll tell you about later in the book, and the results speak for themselves. We finished the song during my visit, and it made it into the film playing over the end credits, but it had a bigger life than that. Say became a huge top 40 radio hit and went on to win the Grammy Award for Best Pop Male Performance in 2008. All of this started with a song, a great artist, and the vocal techniques that let him deliver his best work on deadline. A highly successful primetime TV star, and to protect his privacy, I'll just call him Larry, developed a throat infection. He lost his voice and went to an ear, nose, and throat specialist who advised complete vocal rest for several weeks. Larry took that news like a death sentence. The entire show would have to come to a halt while he recovered, and the network was pressuring him to meet deadlines for new shows that were scheduled to be taped. But because he was a pro and a perfectionist, he followed doctor's orders and spent his weeks in silence communicating only with a pencil and a pad of paper. At the end of this time, Larry was almost afraid to talk. He was terrified to find out what he'd sound like when he opened his mouth again. And he was also afraid that the voice that had let him down once would do it again. Larry didn't even recognize the sounds he was making when he began to speak. His voice didn't have the thickness and power he remembered. It sounded almost wispy, and it didn't sound like him. He was agitated and extremely nervous when he arrived at my studio. After less than an hour of vocal exercises, Larry's voice had regained its resonance, and we'd actually built on the strengths of his old voice to give it more power. Larry was back on the air two days later, receiving rave reviews for the greater amount of character and personality that came through when he spoke. His newfound vocal prowess gave him so much confidence, it translated effortlessly into a positive change that radiated through both his personal and his professional life. I've found that by using singing exercises to help people improve the way they speak, I can make bigger leaps much more quickly than even a speech pathologist might. That's because singing helps you bypass the logical, skeptical left side of the brain 
Instead, when you take a chance and sing the sounds for me, you tap into the creative, playful, right side of the brain, the side that's ready to believe you can fly. Finally, I'd like to tell you the story of someone you've never heard of. He's never won a Grammy or appeared on TV, but I consider my work with him to be amongst my proudest achievements. Owen, a young college student, wanted to sing. He had an exuberant personality, and you couldn't help but be happy to be around him. But when he tried to sing along with the radio, people would cringe. All his life, people had told him he was tone deaf, and to hear him, you might have said so too. Owen was one of the most difficult cases I've ever encountered. When he tried to sing anything higher than his regular speaking voice, he could hardly make a sound.